Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.coopblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Welcome back, folks, to another very special episode of the Soul Talk podcast. It is great to be back. Another opportunity to grow, to evolve. If you are new to the Soul Talk family, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you have been a long-time listener of the Soul Talk podcast. I want to thank you for your support. And it's been a fun journey to this point and only about to get better. We have some amazing episodes coming up over the next week. So stay tuned. I have a few surprises for you. This week's episode is about how to deal with anxiety. I'm going to share about five keys to dealing with anxiety so that you can manage it in your life. Before I dive in, I have a very special announcement. Some of you who know my work know that I do a very profound and powerful life-changing event twice a year in Bali. It's called Boundless Bliss. If you are someone who you feel a deep calling to serve humanity, perhaps you feel a dream, a desire, a mission, a purpose, that there are gifts inside of your heart that you have been put on this planet to express, and you are ready to do that now. You feel that your time is now. Maybe you're tired of reading the books and gathering more information. You're ready to free yourself from past limitations, connect with your true authentic power, and share those gifts with the world then I want to invite you to the Boundless Bliss Bali journey. Over the last 10 years, I've been privileged to facilitate 19, let me repeat, that's one nine, 19 Boundless Bliss Bali journeys in Bali. It's a 12-day experiential immersive seminar training without walls, where I use Bali as the seminar room, the backdrop to facilitate a very, very profound journey. Uh, There are many retreats in Bali. Most of them will take you to nice yoga classes and eat nice Balinese food, take a walk in rice fields. But this is a truly unique, immersive, transformational process that is designed to unplug you from your limitations. And I'll be guiding you through a life-changing 12 days. I have done 19 of these journeys and the announcement I want to make is that this is possibly my final, my last and final Boundless Bliss Bali journey. Now, unless God has other plans, I have a feeling it's going to be my final journey. And so if you're someone that has been listening and wanting to go on the journey with me for a while now, maybe you have been on the fence, maybe you've been thinking about it, maybe you've been pondering to do it next year, maybe you know someone who Uh, would benefit from the journey, and they've been thinking about it. I just wanted to give notice that this December, the 5th through the 16th, 
is possibly my final journey. When I was doing the liberation experience, which is the one-on-one journeys that I was doing in India for many years, I did 19, I think maybe 20 of these journeys. And when I got to about 20 one-on-one journeys, I was given the same nudging, the same guidance to no longer do them and uh, transitioned into events like Bali and many other things. And so I'm feeling that same nudging again. And I feel an urgency to work with people that feel a calling in their hearts. I feel an urgency to work with leaders and visionaries that long to make a difference. And so if that's you, don't hesitate. You can go to www.boundlessblissbali and apply now. This is very possibly and probably my last Boundless Bliss Bali journey ever unless the universe guides me otherwise. So seize the moment, folks. Apply now. Once you apply, uh, you'll receive an email, and uh, the journey begins then. Today's episode, how to deal with anxiety. As human beings, we have all experienced this energy, this feeling, this sensation of anxiety. As human beings, it is something we've all felt. And when we are in the grips of anxiety, it's not pleasant. When we are in the grips of anxiety, it can can feel like you're hijacked. You can feel like you're a prisoner to sensations and emotions and feelings. The feeling of anxiety in many ways can render us with that sense of feeling powerless, not being powerless because ultimately we are not powerless, but the feeling of being powerless. Anxiety is the feeling of fear, of dread, of uneasiness, where you experience, let's say, a rapid heartbeat where your heart is going out of control, popping out of your skin, your skin is crawling, you're sweating, heart rate increases, breath rapidly increases, maybe there's trembling, maybe there's shaking, maybe you feel weak or tired, feeling nervous, feeling nervous about something you have to do, feeling nervous about the future, feeling nervous about an experience, feeling nervous about an event that is about to happen. Anxiety is a real thing that unless we learn how to manage anxiety, we will often be run by these sensations and feelings. So here's what I will say. Anxiety is not good or bad. Anxiety is a feeling like any other feeling. And feelings aren't good or bad. They are just feedback. So I believe that when you feel anxiety, what's important is not just the thing itself, but what's important is your relationship with the anxiety. Your relationship with the experience and the sensation is as important as the anxiety itself. And many times we judge it. We try to get rid of it. We resist it. We try to suppress it. We try to control it. We try to annihilate it. We try to get rid of anxiety, which keeps us stuck in it even more. The more we resist anxiety, the more anxious we feel. The more we try to control anxiety, the more we feel controlled. Have you ever had that experience? And so what would happen if you stopped, if you felt anxiety, you gave up any sense of judgment as good or bad, you took it as simply feedback that anxiety is simply a part of you that is needing your attention, some aspect of you that is calling for your attention. And many times it has a message. Maybe there's a message in the anxiety of something inside that you're needing to hear or listen to or pay attention to. 
So what if anxiety wasn't bad or wrong or right for that matter, but it was simply a message? It was simply a gift. Then you can move into a neutral experience of anxiety as just being a messenger, as just being a feedback mechanism, a part of you that needs your loving, a part of you that needs your attention. See, the more you resist the feeling, the more you resist the sensation, the more it remains, the more it persists. And as human beings, we're often not taught to taught how to feel our feelings. When we feel a negative feeling that we term anxiety and we resist it, the longer it stays. And when we can just embrace our feelings without judgment, when we can just embrace the anxiety without resistance or judgment and allow it to be there and give up the resistance, what happens is it brings you into relationship with the anxiety. And when you are in relationship with the anxiety and you can just be with the anxiety in complete acceptance, because so often we've been taught to do things with our feelings. We've been taught to do things, and the more we do things, the more we feel anxious. So what if we did something so radical, and that was to actually not do anything with it, but just to be with it? Then all resistance ends when you are just with your anxiety, not as good or bad, but just with it, and embrace it, and stop trying to do something to it I have found that a profound shift happens. You move into acceptance. You move into embrace. Resistance stops. All feelings remain present until fully felt. Let me repeat, all feelings remain present until fully felt. Anxiety is an energy and is a sensation. And when you can just be with the anxiety, you might find as you embrace it, it can begin to dissipate and dissolve. Not because you're trying to get rid of it, but because you're, because you're actually not resisting it and you're embracing it and accepting it and being with it fully. And so all feelings remain present until fully felt. And many times we're afraid to just be with our anxiety because we're afraid that unless we do something, unless we get rid of it, if we just be with it, that it's going to last forever. If we be with it, it will be overwhelming. If we just be with it, truly, it will overpower us. And yet we feel overpowered. So here's a few simple things that you can, in quotation marks, do. Number one, simply acknowledge it. Acknowledge it, accept it, embrace it, and welcome it. Number two, what you can do is breathe. It's often said that fear or, fear or anxiety is excitement without breath. And you'll find that many times when you are feeling a sense of anxiety, your breath is short, you're going into a survival breathing pattern, and that is creating more anxiety because you're not breathing, you're becoming more anxious, you're going into more fight or flight survival mode, which then triggers more anxiety and the cycle continues. And so just take a moment when you notice the moment of anxiety, breathe. You can breathe in four to six seconds in, hold it four to six seconds, exhale four to six seconds, breathe. Breathing starts bringing you into the moment. You'll find that when you feel anxious, often 
you have gone into the future. And many times we don't even notice this when it's happening. You see, it just happens automatically that your mind has gone into the future and you start creating scenarios about future negative future fantasies and things that might happen and could happen that may happen that haven't happened yet. And we start to experience those scenarios in our minds, in our bodies, in our, in our awareness in this present moment, even though they haven't happened. And even though they haven't happened, we start feeling as though it's real. Sometimes we're consciously doing this. Sometimes we're actually unconsciously processing negative future fantasy scenarios and we're not even aware until we feel the anxiety and the anxiety is the signal that we've been doing it. And so number one, breathe. When you breathe, it starts bringing you into the present moment. The other thing you can start doing is as you breathe, using your breath to connect you to your body. So connecting to your body, scanning your body, tuning into your body. Because when you are in a moment of anxiety, many times you're not present here right now. Many times you're checked out of your body. Many times you're in the future processing things that aren't present in this moment. And so when you breathe and connect with your body, it can help to bring you back into this present moment, bring you back into the now. And when you're back into the now connecting with your body, you might just notice that in this moment right now, things are okay. Everything's fine. The other thing that you can do as another key is pay attention to your attention. Notice and ask, where is your attention? Where is your attention right now? As I said, often our attention is in the future. Worrying about things that haven't happened now. And now we're experiencing the anxiety about those things that are going to be happening that haven't happened that we think and we're projecting is going to happen. Again, notice where your attention is. The quality of your life is in direct proportion with the quality of your attention. And so notice where your attention is. Your attention might also be not just in the future, but on everything that you need to do, all the things that you need to do tomorrow in the future. And you're thinking about them all at once. When you think about all of those things all at once, all at the same time, it can often become overwhelming and the anxiety is the result. The feeling of anxiety becomes the result. The overwhelm is what you start feeling and you start getting anxious. So notice that you're focusing on 50 things that you have to do all at once rather than the thing that's right in front of you. So breathing, bring yourself back into your body, noticing where your attention is in the future or in the overwhelm of everything at once. When you can become aware of your attention and you can bring your attention back to the present moment, one thing that's really helpful is to write things down, make a plan, understand your plan but then focus on the next action step. Ask yourself, rather than the 800 things that you have to do, what is the next action step? What is the next action step that is right in front of me that is there for me to take? Make that phone call. Usually making that phone call, writing that email, or doing that one thing is usually not overwhelming. But focusing on the 80 things can be overwhelming, and often we're not aware that we're focusing on 80 things at once. And so focusing on one thing. The other thing that sometimes can create overwhelm and anxiety, a feeling of anxiety, is that feeling uh, of focusing on things that are really not in your control. What will people say? How will I be perceived? What will people think of me? Will people judge me? 
trying to control people that you don't have control over, your children, your spouse, your grandchildren, right? When you try to control. So you'll notice that you will often feel a sense of anxiety when you're focused on all the things that are not in your control or trying to control things and people and experiences that you have zero control over, which only leaves you powerless. The feeling of powerlessness can often trigger a sensation or feeling of anxiety. So when you observe your attention, ask yourself, is this something that is in my control? How much of your attention is focused on things you can't control? And then ask yourself, what is in my control? And what is it in my control? And when you can make peace with what's in your control and what's not in control and focus most of your energies on what is in your control and do that, that will empower you. Many times we feel anxious because we're focusing on things that are not in our control. And the more we are in that way of seeing things, the more powerless we feel, the more anxious we feel, it becomes a negative spiral. Then because we feel anxious, because we feel out of control, we're not empowered to, to take the actions that are right in front of us right now that we are in control over. Then we end up feeling paralyzed. Then when we're paralyzed, we end up feeling more anxious. Can you see how the spiral continues? And so focus on what is in my control? What is in my, really ask yourself in the moment, what is in my control? what is not in my control, and take the action, the next action that's right in front of you that is in your control. Then life becomes like a meditation. Life it becomes about living moment to moment with awareness. The more you can live moment to moment with awareness, the freer you are, the more peace you feel. Peace is the degree to which you are present here right now. And so, as a part of letting go of control, really, it's about practicing surrender. Many of you know I wrote a book called The Magic of Surrender. You can go deep diving into that book. But I really believe that surrender is the password to freedom, that surrender is the password to peace, that ultimately we often are wrapped up in anxiety when we are so identified and wrapped up in our egos that we feel and think that we have to do it alone. We are the ones that have to do everything, that we are the doers. And the more we are wrapped up in our egoic identification, the more stress because we're so caught up in ourselves. And we forget that there is a intelligence, that there is a cosmic divine intelligence that is functioning existence, that there is a rhythm and an intelligence that is the source of life, that this intelligence is breathing me, is breathing you, it's functioning your toenails, your hair, your digestion, it's doing existence. And it's, it's really part of what we are. And so to really be able to surrender is partly relaxing and remembering that we are part of a intelligent tapestry of consciousness that is intelligent and unfolding life. When we are caught up in our egos, we cut off and we separate ourselves from what we are, from this deeper reality that we forget we are a part of nature, like the trees and the sun and the moon and the oceans. We're living in a sense of isolated illusory separation of ego's perception.
And so part of that deeper level of letting go of anxiety lies in surrendering and remembering that you are part of a great intelligence. It's breathing you right now. So feel your breath. It's functioning your body right now. So meditate on the miracle that is actually in your body and happening. Spend time in nature and remember the cycles of the seasons and nature and how every day the sun shines and how every day, every day, like clockwork, life, every moment, I believe life is giving us proof that we can trust it. There is day and there is night without fail. When we lose touch with our interconnectedness with all existence, I feel that that partly is the deep-rootedness of our sense of separation. And in that sense of separation, anxiety, anxiety is the result. And so surrender, my friends. Surrender is that password to freedom. And if you look at existence and you look at life, and even when things didn't go according to plan, and even when things fell apart, and even when things seemed like a disaster in the moment, if you look back, you start realizing now, wow, if that relationship didn't end, then that person didn't leave me while I was pregnant, and I wasn't fired from my job, and that thing didn't happen, that, that seeming disaster didn't occur, you wouldn't be here right now. You wouldn't be here right now listening in this moment with the relationship that you have, with the kid that you have. And so trust. Trust in this intelligence that, that has been around for billions of years. And trust that you are a part of that intelligence and that intelligence is a part of you and that intelligence is you. My father would often say, when I would get anxious as a kid, as a young boy, growing up in London. And I'd get anxious as a kid. I used to get anxious uh, quite a bit about, you know, stuff that kids get anxious about. My father, a wise man, would look at me and he would say, son, why are you stressing so much? Did you, did you bring yourself to this planet? He would ask me. Did you bring yourself here? And I would say, well, no, I just ended up here and he would say exactly if you ended up here you happen to come here without any planning stressing you just appeared and here you are do you not think that whatever brought you here knows what to do and how to unfold your life and your destiny If you cut your finger, you see, there is an innate intelligence that knows how to heal it. There's an innate intelligence that knows how to bring your body back into harmony. And I believe that when we remember what we are and the source of existence, we can start moving beyond anxiety into surrender, into trust, into knowing. And so meanwhile, folks, I hope this was helpful. So remember, breathe. Remember, connect with your body. 
scan your body, tune into your body and bring yourself back into the present moment. Remember, pay attention to where your attention and your focus is and bring your attention back into this moment. And remember, surrender. I hope you enjoyed today's short episode um, dealing with anxiety. Share this episode with anyone in your life that you love. Also, I would love it if you not only share this episode, but wrote, took a moment to write a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to this podcast. Folks, I'm really looking forward to connecting with you next week. Meanwhile, as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, if you feel called to go to your next level and you feel and knowing that you've been put on this planet to make a difference, I want to invite you to what will possibly be my final event in Bali ever. Unless the universe guides me otherwise, this December, December the 5th through the 16th, Boundless Bliss Bali. You can find out more, www.boundlessblissbali.com. Seize the moment, folks. Seize the moment. Until next week, love now. Big hugs. If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.coopblackson.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.